District 119, which geographically is what? It's about uh, 60% in Oconee County, about a third of Clark. Okay. Uh, never mind the legislature and the General Assembly. Big deal tomorrow. You're going over to Atlanta tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll be there. Uh, you know, Oconee County High School uh, is, is literally my backyard. Uh, <laughs> so uh, definitely um, definitely excited for, for them and the community at large. Uh, obviously, they're one of five high schools in my district, so uh, uh, just really excited for uh, for the community to come together and uh, watch them go. Uh, Coach Nolan and, and the Warriors playing for a state championship tomorrow afternoon, and it is one of those things. I'm from South Georgia, Grady County. My Cairo syrup makers have played for a state championship or two over the years. High school football really is a small-town game, and those small towns for those state championship games, they'll empty out. I mean, Watkinsville is going to be in Atlanta tomorrow afternoon. Uh, it certainly sounds like that from what we're seeing. Certainly, uh Amongst friends and in the community, I mean, what you're seeing people post online, I know, uh, I know there's been a, a push to put blue ribbons on your mailboxes. I mean, it's uh, everybody's uh, everybody's blue. Even Athens Academy made a post last night, nice. uh, uh, you know, wishing them well. Um, and by the way, I've moved the Christmas parade to Sunday. I think most of us know by now, but it'll be what, 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon, I think. That's correct. Oconee yeah. County Christmas parade. All right, you go back to Atlanta on business, as it were. I think you told me January 13th, the first day of the new legislative session. What's first out of the gate? I mean, you talk to the voters, the constituents, they talk to you. What, what's what's first here? Well, you know, it's really going to be interesting. Uh, obviously, this will be another first for me. Um, you know, it'll be the second year of my first term. Uh, you know, we got down there last year. We were ready to roll. We were thinking, you know, everything's going to be coming at us fast. We're we're just ready to hit the ground running, and we get down there and didn't even have a desk, or, <laughs> uh, you know, or an office uh, to go to. Uh, you know, because obviously in the first, you know, the, with two years, two year sequences, um, you know, bills are getting off the ground the first year. Well, I'm assuming, uh, again, this is going to be a new first for me, so I'm assuming that the first two weeks of the second session are going to be a lot, lot quicker than the first one. Um, so, you know, bills where they left off will get picked back up. Um, we've been in committee meetings all summer and certainly picking up going into uh, going into session here, um, hearing a lot of different issues, um, some new bills that are being dropped and, um, and moving forward. But, um, you know, I think the first thing is going to be the budget, obviously, uh, with uh, uh, Governor Kemp's uh, request of trimming that budget four percent. Um, one thing to keep in mind when we're talking about all that, um, you know, we are talking about a fiscal year situation. Right, so the, October to October. The, the the budget's in place through July uh, or through the end of June, so mm -hmm. we're not talking until uh, July one of twenty twenty. Right, right. But then you'll go in, you'll you'll do the, the, the two budget process, as you know, the the what they call the big budget uh, for the fiscal year, and then the the appropriations uh, sure. or the mid-year budget, supplemental budget, I guess sure. is what I'm looking for here. You, you make amendments to adjustments to the previous year's budget, or I suppose it would be the current year budget. But I mean, they're the two-tiered process there. Sure. Now, yeah. in terms of those cuts, though, 4% this year, 6% next year, uh, the, the call is for the state departments themselves, the state agencies to do that themselves. At what point does the legislature, though, I mean, you guys are the ones, and especially you folks in the House, you're the appropriators. At what point do you get involved with this? Well, we'll start to hear some of that in the second week. I mean, that's usually when budget hearings are. Um, you know, and right now, obviously, everybody's kind of rolling out their plans, and, uh, you know, nobody likes to, nobody likes to, to, to trim back when they've gotten used to spending, um, but uh, you know we'll find a way to get it done. And these are real cuts we're talking about here. We're not talking about slowing the rate of increase. If you hear people in Washington talk about a cut, that's what they're talking about. We're going to slow the rate of increase, and they'll call it a cut. When you say a cut at the state level, you were getting a hundred million dollars. Now you're getting I don't know 
75 or 80. I mean, that's a real cut. Uh, 4% would be more like would 96. Would be quiet. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> who's doing math this morning? Yeah. But it won't be. I mean, these are cuts that we are told can be made that don't necessarily and wouldn't impact people's jobs. I don't know how you do that. Well, I mean, there's there are plenty of ways. Um, and right now, obviously, there's going to be a there's going to be a little bit of the emotional ploy of, um, you know, wheeling something out there that everybody's going to get behind. We don't need to cut that. We don't need to cut mm-hmm. that. And it's our job to say, no, those are important programs. Those are important, you know, personnel matters. We're going to keep those in place. We're going to look elsewhere. Well, the important thing is, and again, we're talking with State Representative Marcus Weedauer here, the, the high-priority items are those that are in my district. The ones that are in your district, Those are that's the pork. That's the stuff that's over there in somebody else's district. Sure. The stuff in my district, well, that's vital and essential stuff, and you'll run into that, I'm sure. Sure. So how do you handle that? I mean, well, does it I become mean, just a matter of a turf war? It, it, not so much. I mean, uh, you know, look— we represent all of Georgia. I might represent District 119, but we really look at it as, as an entirety. What can we do to make Georgia the best place to live, work, and play? So we've got to look at it across the board. Um, and when these departments are looking at it, you know, we'll make sure that everybody's taken care of. This is one of those issues that was addressed uh, last year legislatively. The governor putting his, his signature on the bill and all the fuss and all the bother about the fetal heartbeat bill, the, the anti-abortion bill. We're waiting probably for some court to strike it down would be my summation and the expectation that at some point some court somewhere gets this thing all the way up to the Supreme Court in one way or the other. Maybe even Roe v. Wade is decided from all this. Those kind of social issues, hot button issues, Issues, cultural issues. Uh, do you anticipate anything like that in this year's session? Well, we didn't anticipate that one either. So, yeah. um, you know, we we always say that there's the one thing you know is coming. You certainly have one thing that you don't know is coming. Right. So, you kind of just buckle your seatbelt and uh, wait for that to come, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, not get caught up in the crosshairs. Uh, any thoughts at all? Uh, it, it, it is an election year, after all. You'll sure. probably garner some opposition. I mean, you're in a competitive district. There aren't no any of those no in doubt. the state. Uh, no there, there, but you and State Representative Houston Gaines as demonstrated uh, are in very competitive districts now. Uh, and we'll, I'm sure as, as opponents step forward, we'll get them in here and talk with them or at least invite them to come in. But does that dynamic, that dynamic of being an election year, does that change anything, at least in your estimation? Well, again, this is going to be my first, you know, the, the, the uh, another first for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be an election year as an incumbent. I've not had that. I've not had that situation before. Um, I understand that, uh, at least from what I've been told, that uh, everybody's in a hurry to get out of session. So, uh, you know, <laughs> Start the, raising the, money. Yeah, everybody's going to be fast and fur- furious, right? Because we can't raise money while we're sitting in session. And once we draw opposition, um, which we almost certainly will. Um, you know they've got a they've got a jump on us to be able to do that while we're while we're trying to get work done. Uh, State Rep. Marcus Weedauer, Republican Oconee County House District 119, in uh, to preview a legislative session that is now well exactly a month away. Today's 13th, uh, so you'll start uh, one month from today. The legislative session there beneath the gold dome in Atlanta. First of all, the new voting machines. I mean, we have those now. I, I was running into running somebody the other day. Jeff Montgomery down at City Hall in Athens says you want to see those machines. They're going to be on display next week. They'll have them at the elections office and they'll spend them around town sit them around town different places over the course of the next few weeks have you had a chance to see these machines yet i have um you know we we kind of previewed several of them before we knew which one they were even going to go with um what we've ended up with i think everybody's going to be it's going to feel very familiar in um, terms of the touch screen touch we've been screen using that for a couple of decades the, the, the you know the the only difference is is that when you when you actually select your votes whoever you're voting for marcus Weedauer, hopefully thank you <laughs> Um, you, it'll you you'll hit you'll hit a button and it will print your ballot out. Um, you've not voted yet, 
um, you'll have a printed ballot in front of you of your votes, of your selections, and you will then feed it through a scanner. And when that goes through the scanner, that is when your vote is actually being tallied. Uh, that paper copy will drop into a box, and uh, it'll be there forever and ever, amen, to uh, uh, randomly audit when we need to. And or settle any disputes, I that guess. That is correct. Right? Okay, is correct. I, you beat me by two votes. So just counted them. We shut down the machines, and you beat me by two votes. Okay, I want to recount. And then we go through, and we go through all the paper ballots. Lo and behold, I beat you by two votes, and now the paper has precedent. The correct? paper has precedence. Okay. That is correct. All right, so now that. Uh, in terms of election laws themselves, all kind of allegations after the governor's election of last year, Stacey Abrams and the Democrats, voter suppression, that kind of thing. Any thing in your mind that is concerning one way or the other about the election laws that we have now? Any room for improvement? Any places that, that raise red flags for you? Well, I can say I think we're making a huge step forward with the ability to have that audit, that paper trail. Um, I think that's something we absolutely, we all agreed on both sides of the aisle is having a paper trail to be able to go back to and verify. Um, I think everybody should feel really good about that. Um, you know, we've also done some other things. In fact, one of the pieces of legislation I was uh, uh, fortunate to be uh, in, a bill that I carried was uh, locking down our, our voter database even better. About that, because that was an issue uh, and has been in recent years. The security of that thing, which was for a while at Kennesaw State, I gather, has been moved from there now. That's that's correct. But And what this did, it just implemented some federal statutes uh, that, that allow for us to do it. It really gave the Secretary of State the opportunity to secure that even better. And it was something that Common Core even supported. Again, uh, State Representative Marcus Weedauer in studio with us this morning. Just very briefly, comment or not, but I mean, we came into this segment hearing from House Speaker David Ralston. Perhaps you've heard he is at the center of some degree of controversy. Certainly was near the end of last year's legislative session. The issue of uh, his role as a lawyer, his, his day job, is a criminal defense lawyer. Some of these cases up there in uh, North Georgia, wherever he is, uh, Blue Ridge up there. And the allegation that he has been using his status as a state lawmaker to delay cases, sometimes for years, sometimes for decades, and some people yelling and screaming that he ought to step down. Uh, I don't know that that's still a controversy or not. If it is, did, were you compelled in any way to pick a side? I'm not compelled in any way to make a, take a side on that at all. I'm not a lawyer. Um, I, don't, uh, I don't vote in his district. Uh, if the people in his district want to send him home, they can. Um, and if the state bar wants to step in and say something that he, he did something illegal, they can do that as well. I'm down there to represent District 119 and get my work done. Um, I was fortunate in the freshman, my freshman year to get two bills passed. Uh, that's not very common. Mm -hmm. um, I was happy to do it. I, I've said often in the recruiting trail that uh, – a recruiting trail <laughs> – Thinking sports right now, <laughs> uh, the campaign trail. Um, that uh, you know, my job was my job was go down there and build relationships and, and get to work. Um, it's what I did. I mean, one of the first things we did when we got down there. Look, I set up a, a dinner of four freshman Republican, four freshman Democrats. Because if we don't work, if we don't have some sort of rapport, we're not going to get things done. Um, and you know, we got down there. We got hard to work. Uh, you know, Houston Gaines has been a, a, an amazing partner in that. We've really teamed up. Um, to uh, get a lot, get a lot of work done uh, for us to both pass freshman freshman at bills as freshmen. Uh, it's a bit, it was a big deal. So. Uh, in terms of working with Democrats, I mean, we see what we see. We watch Washington, and it, right now it's it's difficult to imagine, short of oh, I don't know, states seceding from the union, anything more decisive and and more. 
more uh, partisan than what we see now. Uh, that's Washington. Is it like that in Atlanta? It's not so much. I mean, you, you know, you obviously you get to that those hot button topics, right? Mm-hmm. The social issue that you're just not you're just not going to see eye to eye on. If you look at a majority of our, our you know legislation, um, you know, it's not going through with a lot of fanfare. Um, we get a lot of work done. Um, I think part of that is the fact that we have deadlines. You know, Congress doesn't. I mean, they can. Yeah. They have no deadline. And you have you have a, a, a requirement, a mandate right. that you pass and balance a budget. That's they don't correct. have that either. That's correct. They don't. And and not having any guidelines. I mean, obviously, it, it just allows for an un, unbelievable uh, loss of efficiency. <laughs> um, you know, we you know we have a hard we have a hard deadline in crossover day, and we have a hard deadline in signing die. And um, if we don't get it done by then, then you know, it can be dead in the water, especially in your second in your second year. These bills will have to start from scratch uh, mm-hmm. uh, in the in the next session. So, you know, we've we've got some things coming. I'm I've been working very hard. Uh, we have a, a local couple, um, Joel and Jennifer Ch- uh, Shimpo, who have been kind of the tip of the spear in some foster care reform. I've been fortunate enough to have a seat at that table. What's the nature of the proposal there? Um, in my particular, the bill that I'll be presenting, um, what it does is uh, after a child's been in care uh, for over f- for f- over 15 months, uh, imagine you've been, a child's been placed with you for 15 months mm-hmm. and you uh, and a court date gets set, right now you don't have a, a voice at all. As a foster parent. As a foster parent, um, as anybody caring for that child. Um, so if a child has been placed in their care for over 15 months, we're, we're just we're, we're requesting that they at least have a voice. Again, State Rep. Marcus Weedauer. Uh, what you have your committee assignments? What are they going to be? So same as last. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we get in two-year rotation still. So I'm in transportation, higher education, and intergovernmental coordination. All right, I mentioned higher ed. Uh, we bumped into each other earlier this week uh, sure. down at the president's house. Uh, President Moorhead, the University of Georgia Union representative Houston Gaines. Lord knows who else was there. It's a big crowd there that night. Uh, you're, you're bending his ear. I imagine he's bending yours in terms of what he would like to see in this year's legislative session. One of the things we always judge, what do you bring back to the University of Georgia by way of appropriations or something else? What are the priorities there? Sure, they've, they've, they've got some things, but uh, I think most of that got handled last year's budget. Um, honestly, they, I've got a meeting with them later this week. If mm-hmm. we had this interview later on, maybe I'd be able to answer that <laughs> a little bit better. Um, but, you know, it is, it is about getting stuff back to the district. Last year, we were happy to get, a, you know, a million dollars back here for the Watkinsville Library. Stuff like that goes a long way um, in making sure that, uh, you know, we take care of the community. Yeah, and that's the thing. We, we sometimes lose sight of this because we do. We get, and we, uh, we, I mean me, we get wrapped up in these, whatever the controversial issue happens to be. I don't know, the abortion bill last year, as you say, it'll be something else this year. And everybody will wave flags and get all worked up about whatever that emotional issue is. You're talking about a library in Watkinsville. But that's where you are. That's where you live. Those are your constituents. I mean, it's those ground level, street level things that probably to your constituents matter more than anything else. No no doubt. I mean, uh, even even down to, you know, Nucci Space just getting a grant recently. Mm -hmm. You know, there's lots of things that go on that, uh, you know, we we fight for uh, to bring back. I mean, I think one of the things we're working very hard on, I I think if you ask the majority of the people around here, if 316 is ever going (laughs) to, you know, be, quote unquote, done being a limited access highway. February will be 22 years I've been in Athens and Um, they've been talking about it every day. So it's something, you know, it's something I'm pushing very hard for. What do you want to have happen? I want it to be, I want it to be a limited access highway. Um, I think too many people have been killed, hurt, on that road. It's a dangerous, dangerous road. The, and the answer I always get, and you'll get the same answer, we got to get the feds involved in this. You know, there's some of that, but I think there's a way to streamline that. I've been in some conversations with DOT about it, and we're working on some things. What are we talking about then? Uh, I mean, we'd have to be talking about 
turning intersections into interchanges, maybe ramps and overpasses, flyovers, those kind of things? That's correct, yes. That's you right. got a, any kind of a price tag on that? Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> point to point, you know, yeah. that's, uh, that's, that's, you know, you're talking $100 million, I mean, uh, not, not, not $100 million, more than that. Um, I mean, you're talking thirty million dollars in intersection, yeah. you know, interchange. So sure. yeah, it's a, it's it's a significant. Now, some of this already done. Thankfully, the Gwinnett County folks got sure. some of that stuff done in Lawrenceville. But you're right; uh, there's so many other places along 316 that that are that, and remain problematic. And it doesn't sound like we're going to be riding trains anytime soon. Doesn't sound like that. And then again, we got to fight for that, right? I mean, you're right. There's a lot more traffic in Atlanta, thankfully, um, than here. But at the same time, you know, 316 is a corridor that affects this entire northeast Georgia area. The entire greater Athens area. Um, so that's something that we're fighting for pretty hard. And State Rep. Marcus Weedauer, the legislative session starting January 13th, which is to say one month from today. You, you like this? I mean, you like, you, you ran, you won, you like this? I do. And I, I like the... I like being able to to feel like I've done something and be effective. I'm not so sure how I would feel if I was sitting in Washington right now not being able to get a thing done. <laughs> um, but, you know, little things, constituent services, um, I, I thoroughly enjoy. There are things that I've been able to be part of or help with that I, I really didn't even know would be part of the job, quite frankly. Um, and, you know, I, I, I really enjoy being responsive to that. And uh, if, even if you uh, are, are not necessarily aligned with me, I'm happy to help. Uh, my number is 706-254-3251. Call me anytime. 254-3251. Did I get that right? That's right. State Rep. Marcus Weedauer. You'll have fun in Atlanta tomorrow, uh, one way or the other, with that Warriors game. The work starts a month from today. Thanks for riding out this morning. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Tim.